Hi there, I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 On Learning. Now more than ever, students need answers and guidance to help them navigate the complex issues related to racial equity and social justice. At the same time, parents and educators need more tools to help bring these crucial conversations home and into the classroom. As we celebrate Black History Month, today we will hear the voices of five education professionals from Stride. Each will address their understanding and their efforts at application of a key word frequently mentioned when discussing racial equity and social justice. These words are representation, inclusion, empowerment, community, and pride. First up today, we speak with Dr. Perry Daniel. Currently, I'm serving as a Senior Director of Academics and Partnerships with Stride Learning, focusing mainly in our with our private schools. When you think about representation, it's just that. It can be having a presence in a space can hopefully inspire or motivate others to want to come into that space. If it's education or if it's the medical field, if it's engineering or any other career, that representation lets those that are coming behind you or those that may be interested in that space know that it can be done. So I think it's important for me seeing Black people in those spaces definitely lets me know that it, it can be done, that they've kind of charted a path. But also the fact that there are so few Black CEOs lets me know that there's a, a lot of work to be done. I saw Black teachers who, in some cases, their presence set a standard for how I was supposed to live. They had high expectations for us. The foundation that those Black teachers had established for me really set my path in those schools as an elementary student. I saw Black principals. So seeing Black administrators and being able to look back and say, well, you know what? I do want to go into education when I thought career or I thought major in college. I knew I wanted to be an educator, but I also knew that I wanted to do more. And the fact that I could always look back and say I, I knew principals and directors and things of that nature who looked like me made me know that I, I could do that. Yolanda Hamilton is the executive director for the Nevada Virtual Academy. I have been there five years, super diverse school. Inclusion means just equity and access for everybody, all students, all staff, all families. And at Nevada Virtual Academy, because we often get students and families who have been disenfranchised for a variety of reasons, it's really important to us. And I think we embody that. We embody it in our classrooms and in our clubs and our opportunities um, for our students and families. We've got a great team that makes sure that our special education, our LGBTQ, our marginalized communities all feel welcomed and included in our Nevada Virtual Academy community. And I think it's important for them to have a voice and to feel like they matter and to know that somebody cares and is going to be certain that their needs are being met, you know, socially, emotionally, all of that. We try to make sure that we do that. It really starts with my leadership team. You know, I have a very diverse leadership team. I have a very inclusive one. We meet regularly where everybody comes to the table and has a voice. And so I think most importantly, modeling that inclusion 
is important. She was training people. I think people often don't know what inclusion should look like or what it should feel like. And so we've had a lot of PD on implicit bias and inclusivity. Again, I think it starts at the top with modeling. I think it comes down to us being into the classrooms, making sure that we're seeing those inclusive practices, students working together in groups, making sure that our teachers get to know our students, making sure that our advisors and our counselors are meeting with our kids and recognize who they are and what needs they have and then meeting them. That's how I think we get that message across that we are an inclusive Everyone can come to the table from having our parent advisory committee, staff PLCs, and our faculty advisory committee, making sure that everybody feels included and that they have a voice. Michelle Hill is from the Louisiana Virtual Charter Academy. I am the academic administrator for special programs at LAFCA. I am a supervisor, overseer of the special education teachers, related service coordinator, 504, compliance. So it's about 20 staff that fall under my supervision. Empowerment means to me the ability to make a difference. And in order to make a difference, I feel like you have to be empowered. Here at LAFCA, being able to work in an environment where I am empowered Having a leader, our executive director, Mrs. Danielle Scott Johnson, truly empowers us to be able to do our job and do it effectively. That my staff, they are able to support the students and you know make good decisions. And so I guess when I think about it, empowerment is the verb. So it's all about action, giving a person the ability to do, to action, to do things. And and when we think about education, make a difference. It's important because it's about positive student outcomes. When teachers are empowered to support families, uh, we always talk about increased student achievement. Very big on looking at the data and seeing how we can support students and increase student achievement. We call ourselves incredibles. And in order to be incredible, you have to be able to be willing to put your best foot forward and do everything you can do. Because at the end of the day, it is about increasing student achievement. And just because these students, some of them have disabilities and whether it's related to a deficit or if it's gifted. I mean, we have a large population of students who are what we call alternate assessment. And that way, when we look at empowerment, the staff they are able to do those things and make a difference too. The cliche that all students can learn, I think it's a quote that says all students can learn, but not maybe on the same day or the same time. With my staff, leading them in such a way and collaborating with them. Yes, I'm the leader, but we collaborate. Being able to empower them, talk about what's going on in their departments. And so it has truly made a difference to me with the growth and allowing them, I always challenge them to, be problem solvers, and to own their jobs, own your positions. And so I am excited about how they do that. They really, truly, they care about our families and our students, and they and they show that in their actions and everything. And I think it's because we, uh, we do, we empower, we collaborate. It's not just about me. It's what we can do together. Dr. Erica Young-Jackson is a coordinator for career readiness education in Arizona. I am at Insight Academy of Arizona. I am the CRE coordinator for our Stride Career Prep program here. 
Community for me is just fellowshipping and getting to know everyone in our little school and across the district in our children's families, just knowing who you are speaking with and understanding their background and culture. I think it's important because I think it helps build their character and just helps them have a better understanding as they launch themselves out into the real world, either in a internship currently in school or if they do something after school. And it just helps create an atmosphere of a little bit more comfortability for them when they get out into the real world. I try to put on work-based learning activities. I bring a lot of industry partners in from different walks of life. And then we also launched this year a community service project that we partner with All Faith uh, Community Service here in Buckeye, where we help distribute food boxes and the kids help put boxes there. They get to work with older individuals who, you know, can just provide more insight to them. So I think they get a lot out of it, not just they're making boxes, but they get to meet people and get to talk to people about all types of things. We promote it through our networking, through different partnerships, through our industry partners. I think our kids are growing not only in their career field, but also as they network with these individuals, they're building their community. It's part of your professional skills, being able to adapt when you're communicating with different cultures, understanding that maybe a handshake doesn't mean the same thing in another culture, especially with what we're going through right now with social distancing and everything. I think it's just extremely important that our students understand how to adapt in a diverse field. My name is Jason Williams. I'm a seventh grade social studies teacher at the Louisiana Virtual Charter Academy. I've been teaching for 19 years. Pride. It's that sense of satisfaction that one gets whenever they achieve a goal. Pride. That's a very important, powerful, strong concept because, you know, we are humans. And when we know someone that really has our best interests in their hearts and they tell you, hey, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of how hard you work. I'm proud of who you have become. That just makes you milk. So, that's a powerful, powerful concept and it needs to be shared. So, and everyone does not experience that feeling that one gets when someone tells them that they're proud of what they're doing or what they've become as a person. They may not have anyone to tell them that, Mm -hmm. hey, you're doing an excellent job. You're working very hard. I'm proud of you, how you show that courage. And they would therefore remember that great feeling that they had and they can transfer it themselves to someone else and let that good feeling spread. You know, we, we want people to be proud of what the work that they do and that will make them a more productive citizen. And in part, it will really help our world as a whole. I'm going to be dependable. I am going to be consistent and I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that they are successful. So make sure that we promote pride. We'll let them know that I'm not going to give them the information right then and there. I want them to become active learners. You find the information and being in history, they're going to be different perspectives. So you need to make sure whenever you're doing your research and trying to find that information, go ahead and look at the different perspectives, then share that information with your classmates. So whenever they ask me a question, they already know. I'm going to tell you, become an active learner. And they'll say, Mr. Williams, I'm an active learner. Look what I've just found out. 
And then they share it with the classmates and uh, let them know, did you check your sources? How many sources did you check? And they feel really proud about finding that information on their own. So it's going to help them to become better learners. My mother, Anita Williams, she taught first grade for 30 years. She also yeah. taught Sunday school. The way she took care of her kids and she made those lesson plans late at night, but she made sure that kids would know how to read. So and she she really instilled hard work in me and, and I, I really learned, hey, you need to take pride in your work. Take pride in your work and do your very best. Thank you for listening to K-12 On Learning, sponsored by Stride. To learn more about the online public schools powered by Stride K-12, the Stride Career Prep Program that fosters lifelong learning, or any private school or individual course offering, please go to k12.com or stridelearning.com. Special thanks to Tree K Studios, LLC, for writing the music for us. We hope you'll subscribe to this podcast and leave us a good review. Join us again next week for K-12 on Learning.